Lee says, have a good podcast. Thanks, Lee. This is the Xbox cast. Hello and welcome to Game Face by the Xbox cast. We're still in Friendly Feb and it's our first week of Friendly Feb. And my word, do we have all the games for you. I'm Carl, joined by Simone. Hi, Simone. How are you going? Hello, hello, hello. How was Jim today? Oh, I nearly threw up. Oh, yeah, so how, good as usual. How was Jim for you? Oh, I'm so many stitches. I got cramp in my shoulder when we were doing legs. Oh, yeah. And then you got cramp in your calves while you were doing shoulders. I know. <laughs> it's a confusing time to be alive. <laughs> With um, exercise and going outside and other things. But this is a gaming podcast, Kyle. I know. And we're all confused anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, it's our first week of Friendly Feb is Mm -hmm. now under our belts. Mm -hmm. And man, we have all the games for you. Well, Lee does. He does. We don't because Lee has decided to play every single game known to man. We've done this before where Lee just goes mental and just plays all the games. He gets excited. He does. He doesn't show it, but he is the excitable one. He, he, I think he's the most excitable one out of all of us. Could be. He really, really loves games. <laughs> he does. Speaking of Lee, he will join us in a couple of weeks. He's just in the process of moving at the moment. So once he is set up and he is sorted, he'll be back and we'll be back to doing new news. Yeah. So at the moment, we're audio only. Normally, we'd be on Twitch as well. Yeah, normally we'd be on Twitch and YouTube. We're giving Twitch and YouTube a break for for the meantime. Yeah, we're letting other people, you know, get the limelight. Yeah, I mean, we can't hog it the whole time. Yeah, we're just, not selfish. I know. We've we got to give other people a chance. Absolutely. We're just kind. We're kind like that. The best. We're the best. The humblest. I know. We are the most humblest and the best podcast out there. It's true. It's true. It's the name. It's the second name of our podcast, but we decided to go with Xbox Cast. Yeah, because of reasons. <laughs> so yeah, so Lee will be joining us soon, and then when he does, we will be doing a monster new news. Because in case you missed January's news, everything decided to happen. Yes, yes, it did. January was very exciting. My word, exciting yes. is an understatement. Yeah. And we'll have January's news and February's news to go through, so... Yeah, it's going to be an exciting episode. Yeah. It's going to be long, mm-hmm. but it's going to be great. I hope you guys are ready for like a four-hour podcast, because <laughs> I'm not. My poor voice. Ooh, sore, sore. So fragile. <laughs> well, with the games that we've been playing for Friendly Feb, the idea is to play games that are non-violent, that are friendly, that are kind of like strategy, sims, you know, you don't hurt a digital fly, and you just... Go through and experience a good story, you know, like What Remains of Edith Finch. I don't think that's violence, although you do murder a lot of fish at one stage. I didn't play Edith Finch last year for Friendly Feb. I played it for April Achievement Challenge. Yeah. Because even though it is kind of friendly-ish, the story is quite dark. Yeah, there's a lot of death. Yeah, so I don't (laughs) think it's very good for Friendly Feb. Yeah. So scratch that. <laughs> what Remains of Edith Finch is not a good game for Friendly Feb. It's okay. You just got your events mixed up. Well, I, I was just thinking walking simulator. And what's the most famous walking simulator? Me. Simone. <laughs> the Simone simulator. <laughs> it's not very exciting. Yeah. How often do you walk? Uh, every day. Twice a day. Uh, more than twice a day. What do you mean more than twice a day? Why would I walk? Only twice a day. You you wake up and you walk to the trains to go to work. Yeah. And then from work, you walk from work to go to the trains to come home. Oh, it's a bit more complicated than that. Okay. Explain this walking simulator to me then. Oh, Sell it. Yeah. I, I walk to the tram okay. and then I hop off the tram and then I walk to the train. And then from the train, I walk to work. And then at 10 o'clock, I leave work to go to the market and I pick up a pair and then I walk back to the office and I eat my pear. There's also small walkings in between, you know, my desk and the kitchen multiple times a day. <laughs> Dur- that's not even, the pear is not lunchtime, that's pre-lunch. I see. Brunch, if, oh, yeah. if you prefer. And then at lunchtime, I tend to leave the office because it's nice outside at this time of the day. And that walking is unprescribed. No, wait, not like pre, not pre-described. Not pre... Destined. Destined? <laughs> Non-pre-destined walking. It's not walking. premeditated. Ah, yeah, premeditated sometimes, walking. Sometimes I walk to a secret place where there's a tree and I read under the tree. Ah, yes. It's a secret place because my colleagues don't know where it is. So if I don't feel like being bugged, that's where I go. Oh, the secret tree. Nobody knows where it is. 
so there's some walking in there. Sometimes I just go for a walk. Not normally, though. I find walking quite boring. Uh, anyway, so then there's all that fluff. You asked, by the way. Yeah, no, I know. This our is list, interesting. Our poor listeners are not going to find this interesting. No, because they can insert achievements into it. Like when they're <laughs> playing the Simone simulator, one of the achievements could be find the secret tree. Oh, I see. Yes, I forgot it was game related. Um, although speaking of steps, for the April Achievement Challenge, we're adding an extra non-gaming achievement challenge. But we'll tell you about that in a few months' time. Yes. If you're looking for more info, check our Discord. Yeah. Because I think Simone put something there. Yeah. Most, if you're a patron, you can get to see secret conversations. Oh, secret. But secret. Um, yeah, I'm cooking up something, something different. Yeah, so Simone's going to be in charge of a very different April Achievement Challenge this year. Yeah. So, I don't know, do you want to, the rest of my day? I I don't walk as much as I should. My oh, yes. watch tells me so. Oh, your watch is like, walk more. Yeah, it, it does. Um, and then at five o'clock, I get up from my desk, and depending on how many bags I'm taking home that day, the walk is laboured or not laboured at all. Walk to the train station, get off the train, walk to the tram, hop off the tram, Get home, ring Kyle because I forgot my keys. <laughs> Kyle lets me up the elevator. Mm. And then I just nap for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, the Simone Simulator in a nutshell. Yeah, it's not very exciting. You'd rather play the Simulator, I think. At least you've got a goal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. All right. Lee's played a lot of games for February. Yeah, start with Lee because I've only got one game. Okay. Should... We start. Okay, we'll start at the top of Lee's list that he gave us. Sure. Or you can go alphabetically. No, we'll go from the top of his list because there's a few games in there that he's played that I've played that we will discuss kind of stuff. So let's start off. Lee played Firewatch eventually. Oh, that's how judgmental of you, Kyle. I haven't played Firewatch yet. You need to play Firewatch. It's, it's on my list. It, remember when I started it? I think back in 2018 or something. I sat down one afternoon, started playing the game, and I didn't go to bed until I'd finished it. Yeah, and you had so many better things you could have done with your life. Anyway, no, it's, it's really fine. good. It's fine. Is it better than the Artful Escape? No. Okay. It's still really good. It's still gotcha. one of the good games. So Lee's finally played Firewatch, and he says it's a great little game. He really enjoyed the interaction with the girl on the radio, and it's interesting. It has an interesting story that doesn't give away much until the end. He would have. He wished he could have met the girl on the other end of the radio, because mm. uh, she sounds very cool when you're talking to her backwards mm -hmm. and forwards. She does sound like she knows what's going on, and just the interaction of the main character and the girl, I think, are, is very nice to see, because it's like colleagues that are more than like friends. So that's quite cool. Is it a spoiler that you don't get to meet her at the end? I don't think so. I think you know that you don't. Oh, okay. Um, Lee was just hoping maybe you would. Yeah. Okay. I think he does. Because, yeah, the, the main character is going through a bit of a dark time mm. in his life and she kind of helps him through with the backdrop of watching over all these trees to make sure there's no fires. Right. So. Is this based in Australia? No, this is in Canada, I think. I thought or, it was coal in Canada. But they still have lots of trees. They yeah, have hot summers. Do they? Yeah. How hot? Hot, hot. Okay. Like, as in go to the beach hot. Oh, okay. It's a very strange country, Canada. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, Lee quite enjoyed it. And I must say, it is a good game. Firewatch is very cool. The art style is amazing. Yeah, I, it's on my list. I would have had no interest in it if other people weren't raving about it. It's a, such a cool little story. And, I mean, you can do it in about four hours. So yeah. it's a nice short game. Yeah. But the art is really cool. The story is good. The voice acting is amazing. It's been on Game Pass for years, right? I think it was on Game Pass and now it's no longer on Game Pass. Do we own it? We might do. It won't be very expensive. No, not at all. Yeah. Definitely worth playing. So Lee started off February with Firewatch, which is good. Good plan. Then he moved on to a game I played last week as well. The Artful Escape. The Artful Escape. I don't want to give away too much about this game because Simone still has to play it. Yeah, thank you. But if there's ever a game that deserves a 10 out of 10 rating, The Artful Escape is it. Is The Artful Escape um, in a complex, long enough game to have a spoiler podcast about it? No, not really at okay. all. Okay. 
So yeah, the Afflescape, if ever a game gets 10 out of 10, this game does. It is so good. It is amazing. Uh, I love this game to absolute bits. Gosh, you know, you, you've spoken about it so much in the last week. I forgot that we hadn't actually recorded Anything your about thoughts it. on yes. it. So it, I actually wrote some of my thoughts down. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Because it is just way too good. So what I, th- these are my thoughts, my pretty much straight out of my brain into the pen thoughts <laughs> is the Artflescape. What a freaking joy to play. I love it. Shredding guitars while traveling the universe. What's not to love? The art style, the music, the story, it all just works so well. The characters aren't annoying, which is incredible. Mm. The aliens are all super imaginative. Oh, there's aliens. You're traveling across the universe. Oh, I don't know anything about it. I know you have a guitar and you're a man with glasses. Yep, the man with glasses. And you jump around and shred guitar and it is incredible because it just makes you feel awesome. So... Before I even finished this game, I went out and bought it. Oh, cool. And so far, this is my game of the year, 2020, 2022. Man, and it's only February. I know. Are you sad that you've peaked? No, because because I've bought it, even if it does leave Game Pass, I will probably play it again before the end of the year. Oh, really? Yes. And you've 100%ed it? 100%ed it, and I will go back to it. It's just too good. Does, and tell me if this is a spoiler... Does the music in the Artful Escape change genre? Or is it always rock? I presume it's rock. It's not so much rock, kind of like bluesy rock. Okay. And then it's, it's, it's kind of like bluesy rock, and then it kind of has a bit, of, a bit of synth. It's a very cool game. Like, I absolutely love it. And like David Bowie? Kind of, yeah. Okay. It's, it's essentially the David Bowie simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he wears the glasses so that you can't see his double-colored eyes because it would just be a little bit too... Too on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Fair enough. So, yeah. No, that's my thoughts and Lee's thoughts about this game. He says, how many games make you feel awesome while playing a guitar, jumping around amazing landscapes, making up stories about yourself, (laughs) meeting aliens, beating aliens in a Simon Says Off? (laughs) Oh, really? Okay, so I have seen that there's some bubble dialogue that really reminds me a lot of Oxenfree. Oh, yes. Can you, can you manipulate the story, or is it pretty clear-cut? You, the story is the same, but the details about the story. So when people ask who you are and where you're from, you get to choose. Okay. So, and, and then that carries on throughout the whole story. So really? when people say, who are you? You have this whole story about yourself that you've made up on the fly. Okay. And the whole thing is about being a rock star. Yeah. So someone is like, where'd you get those clothes? And for instance, one of your answers is like, I got it out, the, out of someone's closet. And the person looks at you and says, no, no, where did you get the clothes? And then you've got like options like, I found it while cruising along the universe in a random shop, like that type of stuff. And you just yeah. make up nonsense as you go along. Oh, wow. So... It is. It's pure imagination. Okay. Were you born on Earth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. It, and you're traveling in the universe. Yeah. So in I will, a spaceship. In a spaceship. Yes. Or is your guitar the spaceship? No. So you don't ride it well, which style? No, no, no. That would be kind of weird. No, it wouldn't. You could sit on a guitar. It's a long-necked guitar. Ride it like a witch. The, you know, the the body part is the, you know, the bushy broom part, like a... And you're meeting aliens, so we're not being that far-fetched. <laughs> I like a, it's like meeting aliens, make up a story about yourself, and like is is okay. But riding your guitar through space—that is the line. That's like no, that's too far-fetched. That's what it sounds like you're saying. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> no one would want to ride a guitar. Do you know how uncomfortable that'll be? Guitars are quite skinny. Well, how do you think witches do it? Witches do side saddle, don't they? Why can't the man do side saddle? Well, I mean, you can't, how are you sitting? Are you sitting so that you're leaning backwards and strumming? You, or are you sitting so that you're strumming in between your legs? Do you have to strum while you ride it? Well, if you're riding a guitar, you are going to play it. Well, witches don't broom while they zoom. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> <laughs> if they could, they would. But they can't because they're in the air? Yeah, there's nothing to broom. I don't know. You don't really hear them complaining. Yeah, but about I mean, not being able to broom while they. If you put strings on their broom so that they could play it while they zoom, 
then the butchers would definitely strum while they zoom. I don't think strings on a broom would make any noise. There's one guy on YouTube who makes a guitar out of a hoe. Really? Yeah, one string guitar out of a hoe. What is a hoe? A it's hoe that like farming. yeah, hoe that you hoe the ground with. You churn off the ground with it. It's like oh, a long yeah, stick like with in a Minecraft. Yes. Gotcha. There we go. Oh yeah, and it makes noise. Yeah. He's got a pickup on it and it's a gent hoe. Oh, so it's electric? Yeah. It needs to be plugged into the wall? Yes. I don't think witches <laughs> fly around with their brooms plugged into the wall. No, it well, would that... have to be acoustic, and I think you need a hole for it to work. I don't really know much about how to make guitars, but our mate Perky Turkey does. Yeah, he knows. Maybe I'll send him. A, we should send him a message. Yeah, we'll ask him if a broom, if a witch made strings on a broom, would it make a noise, or does it need a hole? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it needs a hole. But back to but, the... Yeah, that's fine. That's no, fine. So he doesn't ride it like a broom. That's fine. No, no. But I still maintain that if you were riding a guitar like a witch rides a broom, you would want to strum it as you fly. No, Carl. You do you. Not everybody. Well, we will have to do a poll. Oh, yeah. Good idea. We should. And see how many people would strum their zooming guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll settle it. It's called a flying V for a reason. I, I came up with a theory, my love. <laughs> I know, I but know. I just, I just realised that. <laughs> I, do, I know what I'm talking about. I didn't just make this up out of the, out of the sky. I see. Very good. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> carry still. on. So yeah, back to Lee's story about the awful escape. He basically says he's not sorry for breaking screenshot of the week. <laughs> he didn't break it. We didn't have a rule at that point. Literally, the rule was you're allowed as many screenshots as you want. Yes. So we've only implemented a new rule this week. So, so no, he didn't break anything. Are we going to call it the Lee rule? Because <laughs> a rule is always made after someone breaks a unwritten rule. That is true. So that maybe we true. should call it the Lee rule. We could do. We could. We have a few people in our community called Lee, though, so they might feel unjustly chastised. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. They need to be told off more often, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Lee and I both thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's definitely a 10 out of 10 game. Everyone, play Artful Escape. Tweet at the developer. And if you've got Game Pass, it's only $23. Seriously. Did you say this game was Melbourneian? Yeah, it's, it's Melbourneian. It, it, at the end, it acknowledges the Wurrumbajal people. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, probably. I know, I've probably offended 26 <laughs> people who listen to us. Um... Yeah, it, it acknowledges the people on the, the Melbourne land. Yeah, First mm-hmm. Nation people here. So it's. I think one of, I mean, one of the bigger tribes or the the word, the tribe name that we hear most often is Wurundjeri. Ah, yeah, I think or that's Wurund- it. Wurundjeri. Wurundjeri. I think it's We're the not... Wurundjeri people that they acknowledge. That's okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so... yeah I must admit, we've only been here a year, so we're still learning these words. Still learning the names. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool indeed. We should, we could meet them if you wanted to. Ah, I think we've got to tweet them and meet them because I want to tell them how good their game is in person and fangirl at them. Do you think we could get them on the podcast? I don't see why not. We totally could. When Lee's back, we'll get them on the podcast after you've played this game. Sure. Yes. It's on my list. And and we can all just, as they join the podcast, we'll just scream at them. Just like, you know, the Beatles, Beatles, teenage girl scream. Yes. Ah! Yes. And we'll put in kissy noises as well. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be way too good. So, yes. Another game that both Lee and I played for Friendly Feb. I've only played two games, well, three games this week. Mm. And then Lee's played a lot. So the second game for me and the, what's it? The third game for Lee is unpacking. I'm going to read Lee's review first. Before I go into my rant. No swearing, please. I'll try not to. Lee says, now imagine this in a deep British accent, sounding very sarcastic. Smooth English (laughs) is what we called it. Ah, yeah, the smooth English sarcasm. I am confused why people want to play this game. It's not fun, clever, or endearing. The music is boring, the graphics is boring, and my thumb hurt from pressing A. (laughs) (laughs) That's Lee's entire thoughts about this game. Sometimes he's such a man. 
First of all, it's not the man's job to make things tidy. In fact, that's even part of the game, isn't it? Because you play as a female. Yeah, you're playing as a girl. And there's a part of the story where you move into your boyfriend's house. And you have to tidy up after him. There is an achievement for tidying up his underwear drawer. Yep. Yeah. So So that's okay, Lee. I'm kind of, I'm glad you didn't enjoy it. It's not for you. Yeah, it is not for you. If you did enjoy it, I would have to reevaluate the whole image I have of you in my mind. And, and Lee's a very manly man. He is. His so, beard is a bit longer than yours. I know, but I keep mine trim for a reason. What is the reason? If it grows long, my face looks very long, and I don't like a long face. Yeah, fair enough. I like it the way it is. Thank you. I like your beard too. Oh. <laughs> but you don't have one. So that's why it's funny. Just carry on, my love. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Lee is not impressed with unpacking. Now, onto my rant about unpacking. Clearly, I am not the target audience for this game. I'm very clearly not the target audience for this game. Never has a game made me rage at the sentimentalness of humans. <laughs> While playing, I constantly got the urge to go through all my stuff and throw it all away. Did you? Yes. What uh, did you throw away? No, I didn't throw anything away, no, but I, I got the urge to throw stuff away. I, see. I, I was see. looking at all my collectibles that I've brought all the way from 2004 England when I lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. Looking at it going, do I really need this in my life? Mm. And the urge to throw stuff away was almost to the point where I got up and threw stuff away. I think that's a good thing. You think it's a good thing if I throw stuff away? I think it's a good thing to make you think about your life. Oh, yes. Well, then this game succeeded in making me think about my life. The story it tells is completely 100% predictable. There is nothing exciting or different about the story. It's exactly what you expect from an indie game, which is why most indie games I stay very, very far away from. Do you say that because you didn't like the pixel art? The pixel art was okay. The story itself, like every point you get to in the story, you realize how it's going to go and how it's going to end. And it's got nothing exciting or nothing different. Nothing blows your no mind. No surprises. There's no surprises. And the way it ends, you just go, of course. Of course it would go this way. The design of the game is meant to be chill though so why would you expect any surprises well it's supposed to be a clever way of telling a story right you're you're unpacking someone's life as they go through different phases of moving and moving out and all the rest and the whole like the whole story part of it the whole idea is with people as they grow older they the certain things they keep because it's it's part of who they are, certain things they throw away, and certain things are new that they get. It's it's part of life. When you're a kid, you have lots of teddies. As you get older, maybe you carry just one teddy with you, you know? And and that's human nature. We attach meaning to random things. So you can tell a very interesting story and a very you could build up a very good character profile with what stuff the person keeps and where the person moves to within life. The story it tells is is so stupidly predictable. Like, to the point when after, when I realized that the person you're playing is a girl who's into D&D and is a bit of a nerd and who's a bit of a music nerd as well, and she does design, I immediately knew where the story was going to go. The she doesn't do design. I think that's her housemate that has that mannequin with the sewing stuff. No, no, she does like digital art because you're always carrying oh, around art, art stuff. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. So as soon as that builds up that character profile in your head and that, that they tell you, you immediately know where stuff's going to go, like where the story's going to go. Yeah, she's um, she's a stereotype. Yeah, and the story is a stereotype. Yep. It's... Nothing different to what we've seen. Mm, yeah, it's not interesting. No, it's not interesting. It's a game I would not recommend, actually. Um, 
I'm glad I played it. week, I said you wouldn't like it. Yeah, no, and you were 100% correct. It's a game, I'm glad I played it for the simple fact that it's told me that, to, it's cemented in my mind that indies are a genre I tread in, I should tread in very carefully and only when it comes with high recommendations. Yeah, no, I think high recommendations are a, they're a good way to go. So just for the record, I played Unpacking over the summer holidays. So mm-hmm. I haven't spoken about it on the on the podcast yet either. Okay, well, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I didn't hate it, but I did find it predictable. Um, it's slightly frustrating. What I what was interesting is as time was going on, I found myself being quite judgmental of her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I like that in a way. It felt like real life when you watch your friend make stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's frustrating, um, and people don't enjoy books or movies where the character does something that the audience wouldn't do, because yeah. they know better, right? So in some ways, it's a mistake. Um, no one likes watching people make mistakes and not tell them what's wrong and how to get yeah how to fix good. it. Um, what I did like is it's uh, it's an A and Z game. Now I thought it was I thought it was designed developed by Kiwis, mm-hmm. but while you were chatting, I was having a quick look at the team, and it looks like the two main developers, the um, the design guy and programmer, they're both Australian, um, which is interesting because at one point in the game you come across um, a New Zealand flag, a silver fern, yeah, so, all blacks, <laughs> yeah, um, which I loved. Um, and there were a lot of um household items that felt really familiar so they were part of my growing up and obviously those items would um would be recognizable to kiwis and australians ah, yes. so i liked that and it helped it helped me play the game because i knew what it was and so i knew where it should go oh yep okay um and just on the side note i did for each room for each year i should say i turned off the setting where you could put everything in place because i wanted to see what was wrong mm-hmm. but i also didn't have a lot of patience for the game mm. so as soon as i found out where it was wrong what was wrong sorry and tried a few places i turned it off because mm. i could never figure out where the colander should live yeah <laughs> <laughs> um did you find it out by the way yeah. where it should live yeah the colander just goes on top of the of a shelf in the kitchen okay it can just go really anywhere in the kitchen Game doesn't care. <laughs> Anywhere on the shelves, you mean? Yeah, so you can put it on the yeah. top of the the shelves. Not the shelves, like the cabinets in the kitchen. Yeah. That's where I always put it. Oh, see, I, see, I find colanders so ugly. Oh, yes. I would definitely put them in a cupboard, but that's just me. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, especially if it's bright red. Yes, and it is, right? Yeah. Um, Get a metal one at least. Yeah, I agree. What is What I did like about the game is it feels very nostalgic. And um, everybody knows, as you said, what it's like to bring items from your childhood and they just come with you forever. Yep. And to the point where you no longer question whether you should keep them or not. You yeah, just they just, they're part of you. They'll yeah. just follow you around. Um, and so that was interesting. And every time you move, you have to go, where am I going to put this? Yep. And um, at some point, they stop being put on display and just put in the cupboard. Yes. Because they're not pretty. They're not interesting for other people to look at, but at the same time, you don't want to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like even though you didn't enjoy the story, I feel like there's a meta story. What is the meta story? The meta story is the stuff you bring with you. Yeah. The whole game is about unpacking. Yep. And and I, I like that it made you think about what have you brought with your whole life. And I think it's designed to do that. In that case, it succeeded Yeah. in the most frustrating way possible. Yeah, I know. Um, there were several parts where I'm just like, I don't know where the heck you go. Who cares? <laughs> Can I put you in the bin? <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think those were my main points, was this nostalgia. Oh, yes. And the fact that the game is about unpacking. And, um, you know, every time you move house and you think, man, well, if you think two things. One, man, I've got a lot of crap. Yep. Um, and the second is, you know, the stuff makes me feel happy or comforted. It's like it's mm-hmm. like a blanket you used to have as a kid. 
and saw stuff that brings back memories of maybe happier times when you were a child. Mm-hmm. And so you bring them with you. But they don't, they're not anything. Oh, really, yes. they're just pieces of plastic most of the time. Mm. So, yeah, like I said, I think the game's supposed to make you think like that. And it does. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Will, our one friend, Will, about it. And he has a strategy because he's moved across the world, basically. Mm, he has. When he says, when it comes to, when it comes to moving, he, his strategy is you have, while you're busy packing up, you have a throw out box. And when you're unpacking, you have a throw out box. And he says every time he's done that, the throw out box gets really full both, both times. Wow. Okay. Because the first time you're throwing out stuff, you're like, I don't need this anymore. Then you get to your new place and you're like, either there's no place for this, this doesn't fit here, or why the heck did I pack this anyway? Yeah. And I think if, if this game had a throwaway box, it would immediately make this game a lot better because I would put the story there. <laughs> Just throw the story away. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, I think it's interesting though. I think the fact that you even had that conversation with Will about this game makes the game a success. For the record, on their website, they list all the awards that they were finalists in. Yep. Um, there is four times four, which is 26. <laughs> 16. <laughs> um, they won two of them, which is Game of the Year, Australian Game Developer Awards 2021. Okay. And Accessibility Awards. Hmm. Um, the rest, they were all finalists in, including... Actually, some of these are unfair because half of the awards are 2022 awards, which probably haven't been ah, yes. announced yet. Stuff such as excellence in design, excellence in narrative. Okay, excellence in audio. What did you think about the, the music? I quite liked it. Oh, it was frustrating. The music okay. is trying to be too soft and calm and just enraged me even more. Maybe you needed to go for a walk. <laughs> no, like the music is supposed to be all this this quirky and but also like soft chill beat. Yeah. And I don't I'm not a fan of quirky. I don't like I didn't find it quirky, but I think I could see why you did. Yeah, cuz the character tries to be quirky, you know. Carl, how do you know? All you saw was her stuff. You don't even know what she looks like. Oh, my word. If I ever do meet her, I'm going to tell her she's a walking stereotype. Shame, man. Some people are. Some people don't have a personality. Oh, my word. It really made me. This game made me angrier than Halo Infinite Multiplayer. <laughs> well, why don't we move on to the next story? I think we've covered unpacking. Yeah, that. unpacking. I mean, so you raised some good points about it, that the fact that it makes you think about your life and think about your stuff means that the game is a success. The awards that it's winning, I think it's winning those awards just because the the story, even though it's it's a stereotype, it ticks all the boxes. You know, it ticks the diversity box, it ticks that box, it ticks the rest of the boxes, and that's pretty much why I think people like it is because it's a it's a to do list of everything about modern gaming. You know, if you know what I mean. Yep, including those nostalgia which people love. Yeah. So yeah, unpacking. Moving on to a game, a game that I haven't played, but Lee has. He played played Paparazzi. Uh-huh, did he? Yes, I he didn't did. think he had started it. Okay, cool. <laughs> he says, so you take pictures of dogs and get achievements for taking pictures of dogs. I'm not sure I have an opinion on this game, as it does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> Fair enough. You take pictures of dogs. It's kind of uh, pastel-coloured cartoony, yeah? Yeah, and I think the dogs don't bend their legs when they walk, so they kind of just... Oh, that's cute. <laughs> ...hop around. Do they walk on two legs or four? Four. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so that's hilarious. Cool. So, Lee's got three more games. A game, on not on his list, but a game that I played, or I'm in the process of playing, is Before We Leave... Now, this is also supposed to be a chilled sort of city builder resource management game, but it's actually more in-depth than that. It's very, very resource management-y. And the most annoying thing about this game is that it is clearly PC first and Xbox second. So when you highlight a... trying to find out 
what your peeps, how your peeps are tracking with fruit, with fruit, for instance. And, wait, and literally peeps, right? Yeah, that's what peeps. they're called. The little people are called your peeps. Yeah, yeah. And they're just cool. these little figures that move, that, that hop around like little wooden figures. <laughs> um, the graphs go off the screen. The oh. screen, so you can't actually read any labels on these graphs. So Bummer. it's a bit buggy that way, but it's a surprisingly deep city builder and a very deep resource management game where you end up not just managing different islands, but managing different islands on different planets. Mm -hmm. The whole idea is to build up your, your civilization so that they can leave the current planet and colonize the galaxy or the solar system that they're in. Um, the Xbox controls are kind of an afterthought. They really are extremely clunky. Um, not very intuitive at all compared to something like Gears Tactics where you pick it up and you know the controls. You, you know mostly what things are going to happen. It's all very well laid out. It's thought out. The Xbox controls are like an afterthought. Like I say, PC first, Xbox second. Um, they could have done a lot more to optimize the console experience, like with the whole graphs going off the page, off the screen, and you, there's no way for you to bring them back on the screen, which is a bit frustrating. Um, so it's a good game. I'm, I'm enjoying it when I've got some quiet downtime, when I've at least got an hour to play, because you really do need to sit down and plan ahead how you're going to build this, how you're going to resource, research that, how these resources are going to get across to the next island and trade routes and all the rest. Um, it's Because it's a, it's a big city-building strategy game, it's probably a game I'm going to keep going back to even after February, just for like a couple hours here, a couple hours there, try a different scenario. It's a strategy game, so it's one of those games that lends itself extremely well to the whole pick up and play for for a couple of hours, put down for a week type game style. I'm wondering because you the city builder is hexagonal. 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 Thank you. Hexagonal. People would understand what I was saying. Yeah. Um. There's not a lot of customization. Do you miss that? Yeah. I. It's quite rigid. Um, but because it's on console, console, it works really well um, in terms of limited controls. Mm. Um, so it, it is. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it's not like an Age of Empires where you can just go freeform with the walls around whatever you're building type thing. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's more constrained. You have to think more about things, but it is basically at its heart resource management. Okay. So. If you've got, if you're producing far fruit and your peeps are eating far fruit, you don't need to either make more fruit or your peeps will be happy at that. As soon as you start having your peeps eating six fruit, then you need to make more fruit. So it's mm. more about balancing rather than saying, I've got 40,000 fruit in the warehouse and 12 peeps that are eating six fruit. You know? Okay, I think so. So yeah, it's all about it's all about resource balancing rather than it's more like economics, yeah. Yeah, more, rather than about like min maxing like typical Supply games where and you demand. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's an interesting game. I'm pretty sure I'll keep going back to it, but that was the fuller game until we got to this week when I can start playing new games. Ooh. Yeah, Lee's also been playing Goragoa, which oh. is a game you want to play. Yes, that was. How did that work? I mentioned it, and Lee's like, what the heck is Goragoa? <laughs> and so I tried to explain it. Or no, what was was it you on last week's episode? Yeah, I think it was me that was like, what the heck is Goragoa? That's Gora right, Goa? because I remember trying to explain it with my hands. Yes. Um, have no you looked one. it up, or are you still confused? I'm still confused. Okay. Is it on your list, by the way? Um, no, it isn't, but it might be. I mean, I've got to catch up to Lee somehow. Yeah. And you don't mind... You don't mind puzzle games? No, not really. If they're easy-ish puzzle games. <laughs> but you're smarter than me. <laughs> I'm the one that rages when I don't understand a puzzle. Oh, yeah. But th luckily there's walkthroughs. Yes. I believe the hardest one is to complete all the puzzles within a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. That should be pretty easy. Once, once you've played through it first, you can go back and... That's fine if you have the privilege of having a good memory. Some of us, <laughs> some of us don't. Uh, maybe take a photo after every... No, I believe um, each puzzle has stages. So uh, if you were just to take a photo at the end... Then you would miss out on the stages. Yeah. I see, okay. Because it's like I said, it's kind of like a puzzle. Hmm. I think. 
you think? I remember the trailer when I remember Major Nelson talking about it. Okay. That's how it got in my head. And I, I watched half a puzzle being done and I thought that's really clever. You basically right. have to line up different pictures. Okay. And then they become the next part of the story. Oh, okay. Something like that. Interesting. I'm, my memory might be, I might be remembering the whole thing completely wrong. No, it's, yeah. um, it's, it's pretty much what Lee is saying. He says, what an interesting game. Love the fact it's hand-drawn and very clever. He did play following a guard because he has no idea how to do this otherwise. <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough, says Lee. <laughs> he also says, play it, Simone, but use a guard as you will be confused. Thanks, Lee. I'm going to take that as a challenge. I'm mm. not going to use a guard. Yeah, show him. Show him his boss. Well, you know, Lee, you are smart enough. You're just impatient. <laughs> and I say that with love. You know it's true. The poor guy's not even here to defend himself when you're busy giving him a hard time. No, that wasn't a hard time. That was um, constructive criticism. <laughs> constructive criticism. It was an analysis of, his, analysis of his personality. Oh, yeah, look at that. Man, we're turning into like a psychology podcast now. Just call me uh, Jordan Dunkley. <laughs> oh, Simone Peterson. Yeah, thank you. That was a lot there better. There you go. That's <laughs> Jordan can also be a girl's name, though. It can. It can. So, yeah. Then Lee played Omno. Oh, cool. He says, I'm torn with this game. I really the art and the music. I think he means to say, I really like the art and the music. Now who's giving Lee a hard time? Yeah, well, I mean, you started it. <laughs> be, the, be the better man. Okay. I will, I will put in the, the words that Lee has missed out on. I'm torn with this game. I really like the art and the music and the gameplay, but I think there are too many levels. I've completed five, I think, and one takes longer and longer each time. It is a big time sink for a very simple concept. That was actually a really great way of summing it up. I haven't played the game, but I watched you play it. Yeah. And it looked boring to me. Yeah, it's a, it really is one of those games that arts, overstays its welcome. Um, it has very few new mechanics that are introduced very slowly. And yeah, basically by the time you get to the end, you're grateful for it to be over. Also, it's a very simple story. Um, your little onion man runs around collecting lights. Um, it, it's more of like an unreal tech demo, in my opinion, mm. like an unreal engine tech demo. It's got the same look to like every single unreal engine indie game. And it is puzzly, hey? Yeah, it's a little bit puzzly, but it's not like you're ever stuck and you have no idea what to do. So yeah, it's an interesting little game. Um, it's really nice if you've got a, a cold Saturday afternoon mm. with nothing else to do and you want to just almost turn your brain off. But in that case, why aren't you playing Halo Infinite multiplayer? Or like <laughs> Gears, you know? <laughs> Kyle, it's friendly feb. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Get your head in the game. <laughs> okay, last game for Lee. Monopoly deal. <laughs> He hasn't 100%ed this. He's only halfway through, technically. He needs friends to play. Where are you, Kyle? Uh, I nearly bought this game for you the other day. Oh, my word. But I didn't have my laptop on me, and I tried to do it on my phone. <laughs> but my phone's not linked to either of the consoles. Oh, no. And I needed that to buy. What a, what a shock. What a pity. Darn. Do you only play games for your own self, eh? <laughs> well, You're starting to sound like one of those achievement hunters. Oh, I might. Oh, fine. I'll get Monopoly deal and I'll play with you, Lee. I will, I will get this game. Lee says, game of the year, just play it. <laughs> it's Monopoly with cards online. <laughs> Monopoly deal is a lot of fun. It's completely different to Monopoly. It's the card game. Have you played it? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's quite fun. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Well, maybe I might play it then. The rules are simple as well. So, And to end off with, Lee is currently sitting on 5,645 gamer score so far this month. Oh, and it's only the 9th of February. I know. That's, He's beating Neomaster. That is amazing. It is great. He's going to get to April Achievement Challenge and have nothing to play. On a, on a serious note, Carl, that's kind of a good thing because we might be away for April. <laughs> did you, you know this? Did this occur to you? No, it did not at all. I thought about it last week. Huh. Thank goodness for xCloud, because we get xCloud here in Australia. 
Where's your ex, Cloudly? Your in-laws are not going to be impressed if you're gaming on your phone during holidays. I can play at night. They go to bed early. They're old. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my brother and sister are not. Yeah, well. My brother basically is nocturnal. Yeah, I know. If he wasn't getting paid to be a teacher. Well, I will just end up taking about three hours on the loo. <laughs> Every night. My dad will be so concerned. You know he'll knock on the door and say, You okay? Every day, Kyle. And then all I'll be like, just as just as I'm about to clutch the win, I'll be like, I'm fine. Clutch the win, eh? Yeah. That's that's the slang that they use in the Halo championships. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, that's I'm 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 learning these words. I'm I'm impressed with you, but I don't know, I feel like that word's disappointing. Thought they'd pick something cooler, but I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> so yeah, that's all the games Lee's played for February so far. He has played more, but we will discuss that when he's back. He can tell you all about it in his own words. But before we move on from Lee, we do have something serious to talk about. He bought and played the Avatar game. Yes, he did. He purchased this game without realizing it was Xbox 360. Oh, really? And then it came onto backwards compatible. <laughs> so he could play it on his Xbox Series X. It became backwards compatible a while ago. I think maybe, yeah. So maybe he bought it a while ago. He must have. Because then... there's no more backwards compatible games coming. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't know the legacy this game has. No, he? he knows. Oh, he did? He knows exactly what he he, he said to me. When I was chatting to him the last time, the only reason he bought this game to play it was because of two reasons. One, he knows I will never play it. And so that's a thousand gamer score on me that he that I'll never get. Oh, that's wise. Yeah, that's clever. And the second reason he bought it is to annoy me. Mm. <laughs> Just to annoy me. That is very Lee. Oh, my word. And the more, the harder time I gave him about this and saying, how could you attach that game to your tag? The more he's like, you're going to play it. You're going to play it. You should play it. <laughs> oh, my word. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he does. He knows you well. Oh, my word. That's how I'm actually impressed. So moving on before I rage anymore. Yeah, no, Carl, just concentrate on yourself <sighs> and your own problems. Yes, my own journey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've nearly been talking an hour. Okay, let's... Um, and I haven't had my turn yet. Yeah, so off you go, Simone, because I've spoken about all my games. Cool. Okay, so this week, um, as you may remember, I spun the wheel uh, with the various games I had as options for Friendly February, and it landed on Zoo Tycoon. Hey, cool. And I was really excited. So I've started it. It's disappointing. Um, That's a pity. Unlike Before We Leave that you mentioned, um, Zoo Tycoon is console first, Uh, I feel, PC second, which is probably the most disappointing aspect of it. I played the original Zoo Tycoon to death, and we had the DLC, which include, which was the dinosaur stuff and the underwater stuff. Oh, yes. Um, I think as a kid, it may have been the game that I put the most hours into. It's nothing like the original. Mm. It's only like the original in name. Um, the developers are different as well. Oh, so, that's yeah, a pity. Nothing. I don't know what's... Re- not related. Not mm. related. So, um, so the things I really miss about the old one that you cannot do in the new one is, um, the old one was very freeform. In the new one, if you're wanting to create a new exhibit, let's say a savannah environment, um, the fact that you can even buy a pre-built savannah environment is odd. You used to have to create them yourself and you used to be able to choose the terrain. You could choose a mixture. in the new one, you've got a medium, small, medium, large. Hmm. And the only thing you can do is rotate them. Oh, that's frustrating. It's sad. It's sad. So everything looks the same. Hmm. Um, you cannot delete fences and let your, let your animals run wild and <laughs> shake, the shake people. So what would happen in the old one is, say, if you... Um, and you, they could escape without you doing it on purpose because the lining, the fences would wear down. And that's why you needed to buy to hire maintenance guys Mm -hmm. to fix the walls. If they took too long, 
the animals could escape through it. <laughs> so they would they would escape. And so the animation was great in the old one. Say a lion got out and um, he'd find, uh, the guests would run screaming with their hands in the air <laughs> to the entrance. Um, but lions, of course, can run faster. So they would run, they would grab a guy, they'd grab him by the back of the shirt. Ah, oh, yes. Shake him around like a croc would. Ah, oh, yes. I, I want to say they fling them into the air and then they flop on the ground. So nobody dies. Ah, oh, yep. So but, it's still kid friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was, and the animation is a lot of fun. Who doesn't? I mean, the Sims wouldn't be the Sims unless you did stupid things to kill your Sims. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, the other thing that the new one is missing that is a lot of fun is um, you could mix animals together. Ah, uh, yep. Um, you can do that with this if they're all savannah. So you can mix giraffes with rhinos. Okay. Um, I haven't tried mixing carnivores with the prey. Ah, uh, yep. But I have a feeling you can't. I definitely know that won't let you mix animals that are not from the same terrain. Okay. Um, because it really didn't. It didn't like me putting chimps with the giraffes, which I thought wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But chimps are tropical. Huh. Okay. And giraffes are savanna. So um, yeah, I. I can't say for sure whether a lion will eat a zebra or a buck, for example, but I don't think you can. Oh. And then the old one, you could put them in the same, in the same enclosure and, and they would kill each other, which is educational, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone, every kid w should, at some point, try and make a zoo where there is only one enclosure. Yep. And you've got all your African animals there. Mm -hmm. um, it's not clever enough to uh, for the carnivores to only eat when they're hungry. Yeah. They yeah. will just uh, go on a rampage. But it's a slow rampage. <laughs> it's it's not an ecosystem. <laughs> slow rampage. Yeah. There was a different game for um, a safari ecosystem, but it wasn't Zoo Tycoon. Mm. So, yeah. So there's those disappointments. Um, the customizability is a bit sad it's not as lively and fun you spend most of your time jumping from zoo to zoo um completing challenges rather than playing with your animals mm. um and that was that was the big selling point of zoo tycoon 2 which came after the original i never played but the idea was you could be in first person oh yes and you could you were a zookeeper mm -hmm. um whereas in the old one you were the manager um, you know, I don't want to waffle on because it's, it's nothing interesting to talk about. Just, um, just that really. The, the one thing that is cool is you can take photos of the animals. They go into a photo album and you can collect all the animals. Okay. Um, there's a photo album where it'll tell you how many, f how many photos, how's the best way to describe it? Say there's four types of lemur. Mm -hmm. It'll tell you how many photos you've taken of the lemur. So I've taken one out of four because oh, yep. there's four variants. Mm -hmm. I've only taken the photos of the first easy common variant. Okay. On TA, there are two achievements that are quite difficult, which is take a photo of every animal and its color variant. Ah, oh, yes. So you'll get a freak albino. I don't know. Oh, I haven't yep. seen one yet. Um, and people on TA for these kind of achievements have created a Dropbox spreadsheet. <laughs> so I'm going to actually print it out tomorrow so I can keep track. Cool. Because uh, that's going to be fun. I like the collecting element. Mm. The old one didn't have a collecting element. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I, despite my disappointment, there's enough there for me to carry on. I really do like their challenges. There were challenges in the old one, but they were too hard for me as a kid. Ah, oh, yes. So I didn't try them. Um, I do miss um, the day cycles. So it didn't go day-night, but it would tell you what time of the year it was. Mm -hmm. And at Christmas time, Santa would fly across the screen. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And it was very cool. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Zoo Tycoon. I um, wouldn't recommend it. It's buggy on PC. Mm. It's a bit, a bit of a pity. Yeah, and it's not the kind of game I'd play on console. 
but it's not as managementy as mm. a tycoon. So you could, you could absolutely play it on console. Yeah, I mean the whole point of these ma- of these tycoon games is to manage. Mm. You want to manage stuff. You do get stats. Um, you used to. So just an example of how simplified this new version is. You decide how much people pay to get in. Mm-hmm. You can you can choose between low, medium, and high. Oh, seriously. And the old one, you used to choose a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just an example of how simplified this is. It's for kids now. Yeah. Whereas the old one, I mean, it was a tycoon. Yeah. If you didn't know how to play, you learnt as you went on. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing. That's a bit sad. Yeah. But I'm not too sad. I mean, animals are really cute. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Some of the photos I've seen look very cute. <laughs> yeah. So that's all the games we've been playing for the first week. Now we're moving into the second week of Friendly Feb. And Simone's got a wheel to spin to decide what game she's playing next for that's the next week. Right. So I'm, I've had enough of Zoo Tycoon for now. Um, on to the next week, I'm going to be playing something new. Ooh. On my list, I have, I'm just going to repeat this from last week, Firewatch. Oh, yes. Gorogoa. Mm-hmm. The Pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 4 Lego Speed Champions. Ah, yes. Riders Republic. Oh, yes. Which we purchased this week. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should play that. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, that would be great. Tetris Effect. Mm. Carl doesn't like Tetris. Anyway, <laughs> Abzu. Oh, Abzu is great. The Sims 4. Oh, The Sims will be hilarious. It will because we'll ma- I'll make an Xbox cast house. <laughs> Artful Escape. Oh, that's one you should be on top of the list. Put that These... in twice. <laughs> um, so those are the games I have not started. And then I've, I've added two games I have started and will probably just achievement hunt in. And that's Forza Horizon 4 and Tell Me Why, which I haven't actually finished the story of. Ah, yes. Okay, so if I spin the wheel right now, this coming week, I'm going to continue with Tell Me Why. Oh, that's disappointing. Don't be sad. Oh, I'm very sad. No. Um, of all the games to play, you should be playing the Awful Escape. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's just my personal professional opinion. No, that's okay. I could have told you what your professional opinion was without you telling me. Well, I just got to make sure. Got to just let people know. I'm really not far and tell me why. Do you know the, the beginning of it? Uh, I know that it's basically... The Life is Strange People, isn't it? No, no, it's not the same. I don't even think it's the same world. Uh, yeah, but it's the same people who make it. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. very much the same game. Okay, yeah, same. Um, you make decisions. Yeah, it's a decision-y game. Yeah, so you, well, you're neither character you play as both at some point. They're twins. Mm-hmm. They grew up as girls. Mm-hmm. Something traumatic happened to the one. Mm-hmm. And they went off to what I believe is like a juvie. Okay. But then during there also, um, how do you say it? it? Decided they were trans. Oh, yeah. And is now transitioning to a man. Okay. Um, and I think the voice acting is very good. It's that I think they've picked a trans person. Oh, okay. Because um, you'd, you'd know it by the voice. And so now they're meeting up for the first time in what I think is maybe 10 years. Okay. And their mom has just died, and so they're going to clean out the house, get mm. it ready for selling. Okay. so But they've just figured out they have a power, Ooh. which allows them to see the past. So their past selves as children, as clearly as it was a movie. Oh, okay. And so far, that is helping them with one or two of the puzzles. Mm. So um, very, very much like Life is Strange, mm-hmm. how everything is normal, but then there's a weird power. Yep. So yeah, and um, it's cool so far. It's it's not as janky as Life is Strange. Oh, that's good. Which is quite nice. So yeah, okay, I'll continue with Tell Me Why. Cool. So last week, I just remembered I was going to play Minesweeper, uh, and yep. I was going to go for the achievement where you log in every day of the week. Yep. I failed on the 4th of February. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, there's always next month. There is, but I couldn't care for it at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, save it for next year, February. Yep, I think I think I will. Although, isn't next year, February, a leap year? Um, it's about that time, eh? No, I'm just guessing, based on when the last one was. <laughs> so this week for me, um, on my list, is The Pedestrian. Oh, cool, yep. 
Townscaper. Oh, yeah. Gonna do that. Continue with Before We Leave. Mm-hmm. And Monopoly Deal. Yeah, Monopoly Deal with Lee, apparently. So those are the four games that are on my list for the next week. Oh, so that was your fourth one? Well, there wasn't going to be a fourth game. Okay. But now there very much I'm is a reminded, fourth game. I reminded you. Yeah. So after this podcast, I think I'll buy a Monopoly deal and then invite Lee to a party on the weekend and kind of just smash it out so he can stop bugging me about it. <laughs> it's oh, He's only bugging you about it because you made a big deal about it. Oof. Ba-dum-tish. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, Lee's got the monopoly on annoying me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good job. I'm just saying you made yourself a target. Mm, how? <laughs> I was just like, I'm not going to play that game. And then suddenly it became a big thing. Yeah. Gosh, some yeah. people. You did just stop being a teenage drama queen. Uh, people will uh, no. treat you like a normal human. Uh, that's too much effort. But anyway, I think that's us. Yeah, is is there anything you wanted to say before I talk about the screenshot challenge? No, I think that's everything. Cool. But, yeah, one thing is that, guys, well, there's this this new thing I heard that I thought is very cool that we should start doing, and it's called paying the fee. Okay. So you say to the listeners, hey, listeners, if you found this podcast entertaining, exciting, or interesting, you pay the fee. And the fee is you give us a rating and you share the podcast. Okay. What do you think? I what think it's I pretty think? cool. Um, I'm going to have to mull it over. This is a new thought to me. Okay. I take some time. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> well, well, we're going to tell the listeners to pay the fee. So there we go. Now you can carry on. Okay. So um, I, we've gone on a little bit longer than we expected, uh, especially when it's just Kyle and myself. But I did want to just close to reveal who won the uh, screenshot challenge this week. And everyone got an extra day. Yes, they did. Because we were recording on a Wednesday and we normally record on a Tuesday. So anybody that was following the, uh, the excitement on Discord will may be confused by the, <laughs> by the winner. Um, we, had a, we had a technical winner, mm-hmm. which was Pythagian, Jeremy, posted a fantastic screenshot of Minecraft. Oh, yes. With a special shader on that makes the water look impeccable. It has the what they call the god rays yep. from the sun. God rays and shading. It's very cool. And to be on it to be to tell you some secrets, he has other screenshots up his sleeve which look I think even better. Ooh, okay. I'm hoping he's going to share them this week. Yeah, he should. Now, he was the technical winner with six watermelons. Whoa, six. Which I think is a record. That's amazing. Now, I have chatted to him to make sure that uh, this decision uh, hasn't offended him in any way, but he he can't win the challenge, unfortunately, because the version of Minecraft he was playing was the Java version, which is normally not a problem, but because he's using a shader that's not available on the Xbox version. Uh, Yep. Semi, he's kind of disqualified, but we love him anyway. Yeah, so he's a technical winner in our hearts. Exactly. So, in that case, I have had to pick a runner-up, which, Kyle, do you know who this is? I don't know. You got to... I have a hunch, but tell me anyway. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if the, if the runner of the competition is allowed to keep winning, because this is now the second week in a row that you've won. We have many, many weeks to go. I know, but this is setting a precedent. That you're always going to win because you want the trophy. I do want the trophy, but I'll let you know that the competition was a lot more fierce this week than it was the previous week. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Last week, I kind of won by a landslide. Uh, there weren't a lot of screenshots. This last week, there were a lot of screenshots. Let's blame Lee for that because he basically screenshotted the entire Artful Escape and put it in the channel. That is very true. Um, I only won by one extra watermelon. Oh, okay. Um, and it was a screenshot from Zoo Tycoon. Um, anybody that has seen a lemur uh, yes. knows that they love to worship the sun when yep. they're cold. <laughs> and um, my screenshot, which I will put on Instagram in a couple of days, um, has one of my lemurs worshiping the sun and his mate is actually looking at him going, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> anyway, it's really cute. And I just, I couldn't help it, but take a screenshot. 
I do want to quickly mention Scarred for Life. Ah, yes. Who came second um, with his beautiful screenshot of Omno. Ah, yes. So he's got, is, is the guy's name Omno? I don't know. Okay. I just call him Onion Dude. Onion Dude is in the middle of the screen. He's on a mountaintop. There's some kind of weird buffalo kiwi on the ground. <laughs> buffalo kiwi. He's got a beak. And he's just looking out into basically a winter wonderland. It's actually beautiful. And you've got, I want to say that's the moon. I want to say it's the moon, but fantastic Scarred for Life. Scarred, for the record, um, is probably one of our best screenshotters. So if I'm going to have a run for my money, apart from you, Kyle, because I know you're fantastic, it's going to be Scarred. Ah, uh, yes. Um, or Ahmed, if he continues to play Forza, because he only takes car photos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd give me a run for my money. I, I, I expect this next week to be quite exciting. Brilliant. Cool. Well, congratulations on winning the second week in a row. Thank you very much. The trophy is ever closer to coming home. It is. We've got to start a hashtag with the trophies coming to Simone. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you like this episode, please rate us on our podcast platform of, of your choice and, you know, share it around. Basically, pay the fee. I'm going to start saying that because I think it's very cool. But anyway, tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Patreon, YouTube, you know, wherever you want to find us, we have a link tree and that episode, that link is in our episode description. Just click that one link. It'll take you to our latest episode. It'll take you to our Instagram, our Twitters, our anywhere you want to find us. It is there. If you're looking to follow us directly, you can find Lee Howard tweeting about all the news at Lee Howard on Twitter and on Xbox. And Simone? I am Jim Bean NZ on Xbox and Twitter. And you can find me at Zarkras on Xbox, not on Twitter. And I think that's it. All our links are in episode in our episode description. So if you're confused about how to find us, just read the description. It's got links. You click on it. It'll take you right to the page that you want to look at. It's magic. It really is. So thank you guys for listening. This has been Game Face, and we'll see you all on Xbox Live. Goodbye and good night. Goodbye.